0: Welcome to Simple Discipleship Unfiltered, unfiltered, where, where no topic, topic is off limits. limits.
1: No topic is off limits. If you're joining us today, we're continuing our study on uh, dissecting the Lord's Prayer. And I think this is like part four because <laughs> we got, we've gotten so, uh, so into it. But um, I think it's such a wonderful guide that Jesus left us so that we know how to enter into a time of prayer. We talked about we, we first go through with repentance so that we then can, can go before the Lord just pure of heart so that we can just tell him how holy, how awesome, how wonderful he is. And then we just love on him. And then, and then we just go through the different parts of, of this prayer. And we ended off with um, talking about the F word, which is uh, forgiveness. Uh, which is so absolutely necessary, but uh, Kendall, you know, we were, uh, during our little time in between, Kendall brought up a very interesting point, and I want her to share that with you.
2: So, I don't know if you guys remember, um, I feel like it kind of ran across the social platforms forever ago now, but there was, like, this little picture of, like, the world's, our perspective of sin and wrongdoings and when people come against us and if it was, you know, little Sally's white lie versus, um, you know, Jim Bob's, you know, actor of murder or something, you know, like we, we see this scale or, um, you know. Uncle so and so who got a divorce and oh though, that's unforgivable you know and, and and the Lord hates that and we can mm-hmm. me and Diana over here can go through that where you get people where they're like oh that the Lord hates divorce and it, and then they get off on this tangent of how terrible of a person you are because of, he hates that thing and and I just remember seeing that that little picture in our standards of how we rate sin and then but you have the Lord who is above that. In heaven looking down, and we all have it, but there is zero scale in his eyes. Sin is sin is sin, and it doesn't matter what we might think in the world's view. What matters is simply sin is sin, and we are forgiven to the measure, measure which we forgive. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Same measure. Same measure. Same measure. Oh, I love that. Um <laughs> What do you think, Jackson?
0: No, I agree with that completely. Just... I think of it too, Saturday, you know, there's some people that think I've done so much wrong, I can't be forgiven, but they don't realize the Lord views their sins just like he views Sally's white lie. Yeah. So no, none of us are, are better or more holy or than or whatever to come before the Lord and, and ask for forgiveness.
1: Mm, no, because the blood is the blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the same blood covers a multitude, multitude. of sins. Whether you got the little bitty old sins over here, if you got some big old sins, the blood is the blood. And thank God for the blood, right? right? Right. That Jesus came and he made that sacrifice. And so we know that we have to, that same measure. I love what you said, know, Scripture says that same measure in which we forgive, we are forgiven, forgive. that he's allowed to. Not that he doesn't want to, but that he's allowed to because it takes us into the next point where it says, and lead us not into temptation. And so what do you think that that means when it says, and lead us not into temptation? I think
2: my mind would would go to the convictions that the Lord gives Because like just off the bat, we know, well, the Lord's not going to lead us into temptation. Mm -hmm. But I think it's the being very conscious of his leading that, no, he wouldn't lead us there. But are we truly being yielded? Are we truly yielded to him enough to be led into the things that he's trying to lead us into or to bring a gentle, loving conviction to say, ah, not a good idea. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't go there.
0: I agree hundred percent to that. Just word, girl,
1: word. <laughs> I would too, because really, what what it is is not that that the Holy Spirit leads us there. I think that He knows we have a free will that He gave us, mm-hmm. and sin takes us there, mm-hmm. and that's what He's saying. Don't give us discernment today, Lord, that we don't make the wrong choices. Yeah, that we're not led into the wilderness. Now, I do say this, and some people may not agree with this, but I think that there's a certain time in our life where God allows things in our life in order to teach us and to train us and to prepare us for where we're going, as opposed to people saying, God brought this upon me, Mm. okay? And they always use the scripture in Job where Job, you know, He assumed God was putting this upon him because he had, one, never been through anything like that. When Job went through his thing, his big, big thing, he automatically said what? All of his friends and everybody said, and his wife in particular said, why don't you just curse God and die? You've done something that has caused God to do this to you, so why don't you just curse him and die and be done with it? As opposed to what, what really happened was, is that fear was what allowed Job to go through those things. Yeah. Job said, what I have feared the has most come has come upon me. Not understanding that because he was already in fear about that, did he open the door for that to happen to him? Right. And so that's where discernment comes in. Discernment says, okay, I see this ahead of me. I know it's something I might want, but is it the right thing for me? And there comes the relationship where I ask the Lord, is this your will for me? Mm-hmm. Is what I'm seeing and looks so good truly from you? Or is this the enemy, yeah. what I say, punking me you know, <laughs> to, to go forward into it?
2: Yeah. And that's yeah. that's exactly what it says and do not lead us into temptation but deliver us from evil. So the very thing that looks so enticing, Lord is this of you. Like because right. we've said it before, you know, time and time again. Although something may look as though it's from the Lord, doesn't mean it's of the Lord. It doesn't mean it's from him. It doesn't mean it's part of your story. And so the the key that discerning of hearing him leading you not into temptation, but in fact that very thing that that looks so good is actually evil. And so he's delivering us from that evil through the conviction.
0: Way to tie it in, girl.
1: Tie it in. <laughs> you yeah. know why? Can we just, I want to share a little story. Because <laughs> when I met my first husband, and I said first, you said that, <laughs> I didn't think nothing about is he going to be a good husband? Is he going to be a good dad? You know, has he got a good job? Does, you know, what? I didn't. There were no, none of that factored in. The boy looked good in a pair of jeans. Okay? <laughs> I mean, right? Back in my day, the tighter the jeans, the better. Oh, you Lord. know? <laughs> Lord. But <laughs> no factor of none of the rest of it, but then that boy looked so good in a pair of jeans, finer than a frog hair. So I was like, okay. <laughs> So that was an enticing moment, and had I been into relationship with the Lord, I grew up in church, yeah, but I wasn't in communion with him. I didn't have a daily walk with him, right. I met him when I had a need.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Can we say that I prostituted him when I needed something from him mm. only? Can we confuse our prayer time with that? So we don't want to do that. We want to say, "I want a daily relationship with you, Lord." I don't. I see this thing coming. There used to be a song. There's a country song. Uh, somebody's knocking. Should I let him in, Lord? It's the devil. Would you look at oh, him? My. And he got on tight jeans and boots and all. He looking good, but is that who you have for me? Right. And see if I had used the discernment. If I had had discernment. Operating in my life, I wouldn't have made that bad choice, because as y'all know, I got I got married, and that marriage ended in 13 days because I found out he was a heroin addict. Now I never grew up in anything around drugs or anything like that. That just was not something that I was common knowledge with or knew the signs of at the time, or anything. I just knew he was funny. He was good looking. He looked. Really good in a pair of jeans. He was just that, and he, you know, but people can make you laugh and you have a good time. That just that's something I was looking forward to. I was looking at all the other factors that were necessary. Yeah. In my young mind, you know, I'm I'm young, but now we want to say, I'm in relationship with you, God. I want a deeper relationship with you. I'm coming into prayer with you. I'm I'm partnering with you, not just in this time of prayer, but also. In my whole day, I want to be with you. I want you to be a part of this. So lead me not into temptation. Yeah. You know, don't, don't let the enemy take me off too far where I can't see you or hear your voice. Mm-hmm. That should be our prayer every single day. Don't let me get too far away from where you are that I don't hear who you are, God. That I don't hear you and I can't see you and I can't feel you. Right, right. All right? We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back.
2: Hey y'all, if you've been blessed by SDU and you feel led to give to this ministry, here are some ways you can do that. You can text give to 833-576-1168. You can also go to our website at m3mi.org to the tab sow a seed. You can also send a check or money order by mail to PO Box 1318 Forney, Texas 75126 and all gifts are tax deductible. Thank you for your seed.
1: Yeah, thank you for your seed. And so we're talking about um, the Lord's Prayer, and we're being dissecting that. And so um, we're at the part where it says, Lead us not into temptation, uh, but deliver us from evil. And so we know that the Word says in 1 Corinthians 10 and 13 that He is going to always provide a way for us from our temptation. But in order for Him to do that, we have to position ourselves in relationship with Him to allow him to do that, right? And if you hear the baby in the background... That's <laughs> because we're unfiltered. Yeah, we're unfiltered. We're raw. We're, we're And we're not
2: <laughs> little interject. We're in the process we're, of getting land and building funds to be able to set yes. up and d- proceed with what the Lord has shown us. you so, we need some we land
1: in a, in a building. So if the Lord lays it upon your heart to send big money for that, we will take it. and It's tax deductible, right? <laughs> it's tax deductible. We are 501c3 right now, so... So um, anyway, um, pray about that. But anyway, um, so we want to position ourselves to be in a relationship with him all day long so that we have discernment, so that we know that when the enemy comes, God said he'll raise the standard, but we have to be in a position for him to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. We can't just go willy-nilly, making all of our own choices, living in our flesh, and then like God show up and intervene in this. Um, as I've shared before, there's just a time where he says, but you didn't ask me about it, yep. you know. And so he's saying, no, I, I want to be involved in your daily life. And then when you allow me to, I can I can even, in your free will, help you to see that your free will is making the wrong choice. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's important. But then we get into, but deliver us from evil. What does that mean? Mm. No, that means that you know the enemy's coming. Yeah. I think I, I think what brings me great satisfaction is in reading this, the Lord's Prayer, is that we already know that Jesus acknowledges acknowledges there's an adversary. Mm. And in acknowledging him, he gives us a way through. The temptation's one that he brings because Jesus will give us the discernment that we need. But then also it says, but deliver us. It's when he comes, have a way out for us. Make a way of escape for us. Meaning we don't have to be entangled by him that we, if we call out upon the Lord, he's going to answer us and deliver us from all of our fears. That's Psalm 34 and 4. So in this appeal during this time, then we acknowledge who God is and we acknowledge his sovereignty over who we are because we give him the ability to be God in our life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if we're operating in our own flesh and we never surrender to his lordship, because there we go again about that, then he can't do those things. What do you think, Kendall?
2: I think it could go tie into a... (laughs) <laughs> whole tangent on deliverance um because where I, I think those two are tied together lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil um kind of like I said earlier they can go hand in hand that that you would convict us to not follow after that temptation because it isn't of you and it is from you know the enemy but also what kind of you know what you're saying in in into the point of what if we're already entangled? Like, what if, what if we already stepped into that temptation? What if we're 13 Ooh. days into that marriage and said, "Oh shoot, yeah. uh, heroin addict." I, I didn't say shoot, but I mean, it. <laughs> so like, it, even in that moment, can we say that we probably, as a church, have dismissed deliverance where it is so, 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 so vital and needed in our walk with the Lord, like? And then we try to dismiss scripture and say, well, that's not what he was meaning about deliverance or he didn't mean to do this or do that. And point blank period, he said, we need to be delivered from evil. Like there, there is to be a deliverance of evil in our lives because sometimes we do know that we open the, the, the door for it. Sometimes we do know that we allowed it in through our eyes, our ears, our, our thoughts, our, you know, whatever. Um, or sometimes we don't even realize because of the ignorance of the things that, that we, that are just in this world, We don't realize where we could have opened a door and Mm -hmm. something came in that wasn't of God um, that we do need deliverance from.
0: Um, Well, being at the end of the Lord's Prayer, I think back to the the first episode, and Kendall had said when she gets to that place of, of recognizing the Lord and all that He is and all of His glory and everything, she begins to forget whatever she was coming to complain about or whatever. And I think that in that, place of uh, I'm laying down everything that I thought I was going to pray about or say the Lord reveals each and every part of the prayer to us down to deliverance the Lord had to speak to me to allow my spirit to recognize things that I needed to be delivered from but it came from a place of surrendering Lord whatever it may be show it to me let me recognize it so then I can evict it
1: and can right. we
2: say those very things that we need deliverance from can cause us to th- and lead us into those temptations? Yep. Mm-hmm. How Absolutely. many of us can say like there was there is there was an addiction that you know we just could not get out of? It was that thing mm-hmm. that we brought it to the Lord time after time after time, and here we still are stuck in it. Why? Because there's something there that mm-hmm. we need deliverance of. Because no matter how many times we pray, no matter how many times we fast, no matter how many how many you know. He, conferences we go to or whatever it mm. may be there's still something there that although i lay this down time and time again it keeps getting me it keeps stripping yeah. me up it keeps leading me into this place
1: absolutely absolutely and so i think that we're gonna have to have a whole another whole podcast <laughs> series <laughs> on the d word on the deliverance yeah. because yeah. it's so necessary because one christians don't think they need deliverance a lot of them so we need to get into that on another time well, what I love about the Lord's Prayer, because we're going to sum up our series on the Lord's Prayer. This is a number four, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Number four. Hope you've enjoyed it. But when you actually look at it, you see that there are actually in the Lord's Prayer seven petitions mm-hmm. that we make when we do this prayer, mm-hmm. right, that Jesus outlined. We come to him and we say, hallowed be thy name. You're holy. You're awesome. And we reverence him for who he is we pray that thy kingdom come we pray that thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven we pray give us this day our daily bread we pray that you forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us we pray that you lead us not into temptation but that you deliver us from evil Mm -hmm. so what we see is seven petitions that just as a guideline for prayer that we bring and do to God. We bring our petitions to him and we ask him to cover us to meet all of our needs through just loving him by just, God, here I am and everything that I am. Please take away those things that are not of you. I want more of who you are. It brings us into that time of surrender to bring us close into the relationship. That's what he desires is the relationship. Mm -hmm. But all these other things entangle us to where we're separated from him. That's why people are afraid to pray. Yeah. They don't feel worthy to pray. Mm -hmm. When we can just say, the simplicity of the gospel is this. Repent. Repent. Whatever that you've done in your life, whatever you've done today, yesterday, right before you're listening to us, whatever it is. If you just cuss somebody out, you know, on the freeway because you know they they you know they cut you off or you know, you and your husband got into an argument. I'm going to tell you that, that when I was married, we had the most arguments on Sunday morning before church. Can you uh-huh. say that? Uh-huh. that? That happens because the enemy comes in where, you're, where your weakest parts are, when you're busy, when you're stressed, when you're going through these things, and he wants to interrupt your day and just cause all of this chaos and confusion so that especially when you go into the Lord's house, when you especially have that set-aside time for him, that your mind is nowhere near in the right place to bring people into a time of worship. Mm-hmm. Kendall and Ashton lead tremendous worship and praise in the in our worship place that we have. Mm-hmm. And, and I can imagine that the enemy comes on Sunday morning, mm-hmm. like a flood, to keep you from entering into that place and being ready and being prepared. And if you don't cast aside all those things, all those weights. I bet he makes cash act up, you know. <laughs> we all what <laughs> That's why he's soaked
0: in anointing oil. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so the point is, is that he's so good at it, but our Father is so much greater. Right. And so he gives us the ability through this prayer, through setting aside, set aside time for prayer, but then let's move past just the set-aside time. If we need to do in the morning just so we can bask in him without all the children, dog, whatever, messing, do that. I love that time. But then during the day, I don't want to neglect him. Mm -hmm. I want to, to make him first and foremost in everything that I'm doing. Do I always? No. I don't. I want to, and my goal is every single day when I get up, good morning, Holy Spirit, what have you have planned for me today? What's on our books today? That's what I tell him. What's in the books today? Yeah. What are we going to do today? What are you and I going to face today? And whatever it is, I know you're going to be right there with me. Right. right, And I think that that's where we're going. right? And we're going to talk so much more about prayer. But I hope that you've enjoyed this series on dissecting the lord's prayer knowing that he is he is our protector he's going to lead god and protect us he's going to meet every need according to his riches and glory and his will is going to be done in our life if we simply position ourselves as to knowing how holy he is and knowing that anything i have in my life that's separating me from him i have to surrender to him yeah and then that allows him to be god And yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory. And the glory. All of it. Yours is. And I want to be in that kingdom now. Right? All right. So we're going to leave you with our word. Show some love. Show some
0: compassion. Give mercy. And go be Jesus today. Hey, SDU family. Thank you for joining us today. We do value your feedback. So if you have any questions or suggestions of topics, please feel free to reach out to our email at info at m3mi.org or reach out to us via text or call to our SDU hotline. The number is 214-600-7771.